The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss the case for 50, Buffett's Q4 buys, and Volmageddon 2.0. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. A resilient economy red-hot labor market, and sticky inflation are leading some to believe that a half a percent or 50 basis point rate hike is possible when the Fed meets again next month. How strong is the case for 50? Inflation eased for the seventh straight month in January, and while consumer price index data released on Tuesday showed that prices rose by 6.4% over the past 12 months, down slightly from an annual rate of 6.5% in December. On a month-by-month basis, prices increased by 0.5% in January compared with only 0.1% in December. The acceleration was largely driven by shelter costs, which rose by 0.7% last month and are up 7.9% from a year ago. The inflation data follows the latest surprisingly strong labor report, which showed that employers added 517,000 jobs, well above expectations, and raising concerns that the economy remains so hot that prices could stay at elevated levels for too long. The number of Americans filing new claims for unemployment benefits also unexpectedly fell last week, more evidence that the labor market remains tight. The latest economic data underscores the challenges faced by the Fed. Inflation looks to have peaked, but it's not showing signs of returning to the Fed's 2% target anytime soon. To get there, the Fed will likely have to continue hiking rates and keep them at high levels for longer than many anticipated. Tuesday's CPI data, combined with the latest jobs report, pretty much guarantees the Fed to raise interest rates by at least 25 basis points for the second time this year. This week, two hawkish FOMC members made their case for 50. Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester said inflation remains too high and noted that she was open to raising rates by more than what her colleagues wanted at the last monetary policy meeting. St. Louis Fed President James Bullard was interviewed this week, and he said that he advocated for a 50 basis point increase at the last meeting and wouldn't rule out a half a point hike in the next Fed meeting. The Fed meets again on March 21st and 22nd. Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway had a busy Q4, with the company buying and selling shares in some of its most well-known holdings. What moves did Buffett make to close out 2022? Berkshire added over 330,000 shares of Apple in the last quarter of 2022, bringing the stake to over 895 million shares, valued at close to $137 billion. 
The firm also added to materials company Louisiana Pacific, buying a little over 1 million shares and a little over 2 million shares in mass media conglomerate Paramount Global. Berkshire continued to lower its stake in major banks, selling shares of Bank of New York Mellon and U.S. Bancorp. The firm's stake in Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing was lowered by a whopping 86% from 60 million shares down to 8 million shares. Berkshire also trimmed stakes in Activision Blizzard, Ally Financial, Chevron, Kroger, and healthcare company McKesson. Exactly why Berkshire chose to do more selling than buying late last year is unknown, but expect more clarification when the company reports its earnings later this month. What it does suggest is that the stock market, which is up about 7% since the start of the year, is not showing a lot of value at the moment. Warren Buffett has a keen eye for a good deal and is content to stay patient. Volmagen was the February 2018 spike in volatility that wiped out some short volatility strategies. A takeaway was the dangers of hedge and leverage rebalancing in both highly concentrated and volatile markets. Once bitten, twice shy, but did the market really learn anything? Okay, so what's the issue? A sudden rise in market volatility on February 5th, 2018, led to a one-day loss of almost 90% in the value of some short volatility exchange-traded products, or ETPs. Traders nicknamed this event Volmageddon. The Volmageddon episode can be explained by a combination of market concentration and hedge and leverage rebalancing. Without getting too much in the weeds, ETPs were designed to provide investors with a return that mirrors the inverse performance of the S&P 500 VIX short-term futures index. Basically, it was a way for investors to gain if the stock market was quiet with little or no volatility. When volatility spiked in February 2018, there was a sharp fall in the value of short volatility ETPs and an increase in the exposure of their short VIX futures positions. The ETPs needed to buy a large number of VIX futures contracts, which pushed up futures prices and led to further rebalancing. And this negative feedback loop kept pushing future prices upwards and led to huge downward pressure on ETPs and eventually investor losses of about 90%. Why is this 2018 story important for 2023? Zero DTE options. DTE is short for days to expiration and basically tells us how many days the right to buy or sell an underlying asset at a specified price is available. Once this time is up, the option generally expires worthless. A zero before DTE signifies that the option is set to expire that same day. Selling zero DTE options has become very popular. Over one trillion worth of zero DTEs trade daily. However, when selling an option, you are technically short volatility. If you sold zero DTE options and the market makes a big unexpected move on that day before the option expires, you are in serious trouble. It is worth noting that 
it took about a year for the original Volmageddon to build and play out. Since zero DTE options expire daily, their impact is more intraday and less on long-term volatility. But as retail investors have taken to selling zero DTE options, there is a risk that unsophisticated investors could get burned. So while the world's financial engineers and their ever-increasing niche products claim to increase liquidity and improve market efficiency, take it from this former options trader. Don't invest in what you don't understand. Be very wary of leveraged investment products. And remember, volatility is short-term, investing is long-term. Next week, we discuss Alibaba earnings, China's biggest online retailer. What will Baba's earnings tell us about the world's second biggest economy? Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.